0: Philanthropy is all about giving to causes that matter to you the most, and by doing so, making a difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy, or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way, right now, to live your dream with purpose? These are the glaring questions this podcast will explore as we meet everyday people who are stepping up to begin living their philanthropic lifestyle hear about their cause why it's important to them as well as their vision for the future so let's get inspired motivated and learn how we can step into the dream of living our best life with purpose my name is nancy landa welcome to cause talk radio my guest today is mr frederick perez he's been in sales for the last 30 years as a navy veteran father of four and grandfather to two boys Frederick and his wife reside in New Braunfels, Texas, where he now works as a designer for Paradise Decks. Welcome to the show, Frederick.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Now we're going to start back a few years. Okay, how would you describe yourself during your childhood?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, well, I guess you could say I was an only. Well, I was an only child. Okay. Uh, growing up, so it was just my mother. A um, lot of family or oriented. Basically, we uh, hung around family, church Sunday mornings, grandmother's house Sunday afternoons for dinner, and hung out for three, or four hours with the cousins, played okay. out, just had a good time, and uh, you know, middle middle class families basically, and uh, always just trying to take care of each other.
0: Cool. So, how would your classmates describe you?
1: <laughs> oh goodness! Um, gosh, I guess most friends always tell me that I was just always a—I a, guess you could say—caring guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my friends know me in the you know, to be very aggressive at times for things I want to get done. Uh, so sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's not. But. Uh-huh. You know the some of my friend, the Reason I laugh is some of my friends have a certain nickname for me because of oh, actually that was in my teens, I guess when that came around.
0: What was the nickname?
1: Oh, uh, Taco Woods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and why do they call you that?
1: Well, we like to play golf. Always have since I was a young kid, and then when uh, Tiger Woods hit the hit the scene when he was a little kid, and someone one of my uncles said something over to me, I was thinking it was my Uncle Sammy. And uh look, they got Tiger Woods, we got taco woods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Those who had the biggest in who had the biggest influence on you as a kid?
1: Oh my my mom. Why is that? Definitely. She was always there. She always worked hard to make sure that I had what I needed growing up. Um uh, hardworking lady. She uh, Unfortunately, most of the, my t- my life with my mom, I, it was a single parent situation, and then a couple of stepfathers came into in the into the life there, or a stepfather came into the life until uh, I guess I was about fourteen, fifteen years old, and then um, I think at eighteen is when I joined the service and found out my mom married a second fella or another fella, and that was her. Her true love, I guess you could say, but she always was there for everybody. She's the heart of our family, basically, and she'd always taught me that if you do for others, you know, it doesn't matter what you have, but if you can do for others, that's what matters.
0: Right. A very important um, part to your life, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you graduated high school and joined the Navy. What was that like for you?
1: You know, I was really more running away at that time. I was just kind of tired of what was I going to do. I didn't have no direction in my life at that time. I didn't know what I could do. I had, you know, no father figure to really guide me in the things I needed to do. My mom was just a hardworking lady. So all she could teach me was either go to school or get a good job. And so I went to the Navy and wanted to see the world and did.
0: Now, I know when I joined the Navy, it was the first oh. time I got on the airplane. That was the first time I ever flew on an airplane, was to go to boot camp. Was that the same for you?
1: Actually, no. We flown out to California and Florida a couple of different oh, times okay. as a kid going to Disney World in uh, uh, San Diego.
0: Okay. So, We're what did you do in the Navy?
1: I was a radio man. Okay. Based communications up in the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And how long did you serve?
1: I did six years.
0: Okay. And when you got out of the Navy, what did you do next?
1: Uh, at that time, funny, it actually started in the last few months of my time in the Navy. Uh, our, we lost our barber, and we didn't have anybody on the ship that could actually do haircuts. But I had a knack for it, and so I volunteered. They were looking for a volunteer. I volunteered to do haircuts for the last three months of my term. When they needed it, and so, when I got out of there, I went to my best friend and uh, at his salon, and he and ent- he got me into the school, got me going, had a job when I got out. I was very well trained by him before I even got to the school. So I got in trouble sometimes at the school, but my instructor <laughs> doing cuts that she didn't even know how to do, so things like that. but, uh yeah, I did uh, I was a stylist for about oh, I guess. For about 10 years.
0: Wow. So you've been married for 23 years. How did you meet your wife?
1: Uh, This was back in, I guess you could say around 95, I think it was. And summer of 95, I was actually at that time gotten into sales by now. And I was in my, I guess my fifth year with Kirby Vacuums and that's where I met her. She came to work for us.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. I used to have a Kirby. They're a great, yes. great machine. Still so, did. go ahead.
1: Uh, I just said, we still do. <laughs> they are great.
0: Yeah, they are. Now, you've raised four kids, and you yes, now ma'am. have two grandsons. What would you like your grandson to learn from you?
1: Oh, you know, that's things I really haven't even thought about yet. What What can they learn from me? Um, I want to be able to teach them the word of God better than I did my own children, I guess, uh, with a softer approach than more of a stern approach. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll, they'll, uh, th- I know they'll all stick with it. They all still believe and they all still, uh, do those things, but the meaning going to church and stuff, but I don't think I've, was able to teach my children as well as I'll be able to teach my grandchildren the true meaning of God.
0: Well you know sometimes grandpa has a a great deal of influence on kids.
1: That's what they say. Yeah. Mine did too.
0: Yeah. And it's a lot more fun than parenting. <laughs> and you know what, awesome. That is
1: very much so, very much <laughs> so. I got one of them here now that we're watching and at around seven thirty eight he goes back home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Greatest part. <laughs> so, oh, you designed, great. <laughs> so you design. So you design decks for a living now. That's got to be I fun.
1: Said, you know. How,
0: go how ahead. Long, yeah. How long have you been doing that?
1: Uh, going a little over three years now. So uh, almost three and a half years. Wow.
0: So is selling the clients on your design a part of the job?
1: Yes. Yeah. We go there, and of course, uh, the whole approach is to inform of who we are what we do, our process, find out what they want, what they need, um, you know, more importantly, what they don't want to go through, you know, the the lying, and the cheating, and all that other stuff that a lot of unfortunate uh, uh, people go through when they hire car- contractors. Right. So, you know, we try to just set ourselves above the bar and, and keep raising it up for everybody else to stay below it. Uh, We we always want to be the we want to be the premier company in San Antonio, and we are. Uh, My boss is what I always say he's the second best boss I've ever had, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) because I own my own business, you know. But um, I've always wanted to be an architect. As a kid, I always loved buildings. I loved looking at the structure and how they do that. So, when I got into this, I found out I was going to get to do some designing. And basically, I, instead of an architect, I'm an architector.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, let's talk about your cause. Your cause sure. is Flick, foster luggage for kids. Yes, ma'am. What is that all about?
1: Well, unfortunately, a couple of years ago, we had a family member um, that. Her and her husband basically got into some issues, some trouble, and her, uh, the couple of their kids got taken by CPS, mm. and were in the system. Come to find out, you know, I couldn't get a hold of her because of our situation at the time, um, and found out where she's at. So she's in a good home now, but in the meantime, I, I was discovering what they were having to go through basically going from foster house to foster house and just carrying in their personal little belongings that they had in a, in a trash bag and then I find out it's not wasn't just one instance it pretty much that's a daily thing for these kids
0: it's a standard
1: and it's the standard right and I had no idea until that happened to our to my niece and um, it just kind of struck me like you know this is just wrong There's more can be done for them in a way that we give them just something personal, nothing major. Just maybe a little backpack, a small little suitcase on rollers or something, and they can have their name on it. We can give them toiletries or things that they'll need as they go from home to home, and and as they move, they at least they have their own personal luggage or something that will or backpack that will allow them to take their personal belongings place to place, and not have fear of maybe losing it or you know just. I mean, can you imagine walking from door to door carrying a plastic bag, a trash bag with your personal belongings? I mean, and no disrespect to anybody that's living that way. It's a child shouldn't be though.
0: Right. Because there's a there's a thing with dignity. You know, if you take the trash out in the same bags that you carry your belongings in, there's right. a loss of dignity in that. And these kids need all the dignity they can they can muster.
1: Yes, ma'am, exactly. For sure.
0: That is such a neat idea. I love it.
1: So I came up with Flick to, I didn't want to enhance the idea that these children were foster kids. I wanted to enhance the idea that these luggage were in need of a kid. So that's why I flipped the name there. Instead of uh, enhancing, you know, foster kids, I just foster luggage for kids, Flick.
0: That's great. So what do you need in not only funding, but also fulfillment?
1: You know, fulfillment is, I've called a couple of places, St. Jude's and Trinity in the area, and they're both willing to accept as soon as I can start providing, if it's the actual luggage, if it's going to be gift cards, you know, those are the things that we're kind of trying to figure out what's best. You know, do we just provide them the luggage, do we provide them the funds to be able to get what they need? Uh, I'm thinking luggage itself would probably be best, maybe even have... In the future, I thought maybe the ch- children would be able to go through a, uh, a small little catalog that says, pick yours. You know, something like that where they can. we have enough abundance to be able to go around. That's big picture, of course. But in the beginning, if it's a pre-owned, good condition, workable, you know, not ripped, not torn, not broken, right. and we can give it to them and that works for now, that's great. At least they've got something. And that's pretty much what we've done. We had our own personal stuff that was still in good condition. And we gave that. Then we went and bought more and gave that. And so we're just kind of doing it on our own right now without much support, only uh, for the few people that I'm able to get the word to. Right. That's, That's basically what's up.
0: It would be kind of cool perhaps. to provide maybe some stickers or something that they can put on the luggage to personalize yeah. it for them.
1: Yeah, we thought of their like their names or something on there, their first name and some other things that they could do with it.
0: And and thinking I never think little or small, so I'm just thinking big here that this is something that could be done anywhere in the country yeah. and maybe perhaps, you know, anywhere in the world. If you had a manufacturer that you could be working with.
1: Yes. And that's, you know, also come to mind also maybe one day we can get into a manufacturing state of this too, or we're just making them kind of like, um, uh, some of these other companies that are out there making socks and different things like right. that to get a pair away with every purchase. Who knows if it'll get to that point, uh, you know, but, uh, the base of it all is really just being able to give the kids the ability to have a little bit of pride and 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 keep their self dignity also
0: right. The logistics may be different than the socks company I know company you're talking about, right, but the spirit of the of the idea and these kids having dignity when they have to move to another house um, is priceless now, when you think about three to five years from now, what do you see your cause being able to do?
1: Well, uh, part of that was the, you know, maybe even manufacturing, getting with a manufacturer and having something with, with the, I, I kind of look at the uh, Wish Upon a Star organization, mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, that's, you know, something like that where we're able to do more for other kids. And if there's a kid that's with their family that's just in need also, being able to provide them food or shelter, not just luggage, but maybe even in the future, be able to provide them a nice little two bedroom, three bedroom townhouse home or something, you know, things like that. That could be big picture. Uh, where a we family didn't... might be losing their child because they can't provide them a good enough home, but they're loving parents. Well, that parent shouldn't lose their child. So maybe we can help them with a, a place of their own.
0: With things a great like deck. With a well-designed deck, right? <laughs> with, a,
1: with a well-designed deck, certainly. <laughs>
0: now, out of all the possible ways to fund the cause like this, what prompted you to choose up to give out of all the others?
1: Um, at the time, I looked at it as a ways that I'd be able to get more eyes on on the on the cause than just myself and my small. Uh, reach that I have. Uh, I figured, I figured it'd be able to, up to give, would be able to give me just a broader ability to reach out and, and, uh, have more eyes on it.
0: So what do you like most about up to give?
1: You know, it's unique. I've never seen anything like it. I keep telling uh, my friend that introduced me to it. Is like, you know, I've got to trust you more because you understand it way better than I do. So it's really that I can trust my my uh, friend that brought me into this and introduced me to it. Uh, I, I've known Michelle, also the lady you spoke of earlier. I don't know her personally, but I came across her on, on uh, uh, Facebook, social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, then, I, then my friend introduced me to it, and I see him, and I see her, and then another person that I recognize. I was like, oh. So I think it's that it's already kind of a close, um, everybody's in it for the same thing, to help each other, you know, to, to, right, to grow, right. to help each other's cause. To I think that's what the team effect of it, I guess. The more of the, the everybody's in it to win. And it's a real community. To help.
0: Yeah, so That's it's, the
1: it's, word I'm looking for. Thank yeah. you. It's a real community. <laughs>
0: It really is. We're, we're kind of like a family, all helping each other. And I, I like that about it as well. Yeah. Well, Frederick, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with me today on Cause Talk. I've enjoyed our time together very much. Is there anything else you'd like to share?
1: You know, it, I always just tell my kids, if you don't believe we can do it, then you're right. So believe that it can happen. Believe that you can do it. Because if you start believing not in what you can do, you can't accomplish it. And it's oh. just a simple, simple little way of getting through life every day. And of course, the biggest, the most, the most important is always look to God for everything. Even if you don't agree with him at times, you don't have to be right.
0: Just have to be willing. <laughs> God,
1: will, God will always, he's always been there for me. Even when I felt that I wasn't being cared for, mm-hmm. he's always been there. So I know one thing is that even man made Falter and 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 uh, oh, I forget the word I'm looking for on that, but I know my man's going to break their promise, and God will never. Right, right. So that's now, what I tell my kids.
0: Those are real words of wisdom, right there. Would you be willing to come back a few months from now and share with us how it's going with your cause?
1: Of course, that'd be my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Folks, if Frederick's story has touched your heart and you'd like to contribute, or maybe Frederick's story has inspired you to start your own cause, check out his link in the show notes to see how you can contribute to his cause or learn how to start your very own cause. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link where you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.